Hello, and welcome to an episode of Dealer's Choice. This episode I am calling Ode to Bong Joon-ho. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Bong Joon-ho is the director of Parasite, which recently won the Academy Award for Best Picture, and which we all went and saw together a few weekends ago. Indeed. And um, we uh, briefly discussed it in the DCCAs. Great win. Great yeah. win. So um, Predicted week, it. Great win. <laughs> well, you did predict it. It was, it was unexpected. Double D, double Cs, I believe. <laughs> They really yes. convinced everyone at the Academy. <laughs> they listened to the podcast. They're like, yes, yeah. these guys yeah, know what they're on about. Yeah. Yeah, they all listened. <laughs> so this week, it's all aboard the Bung John Ho train with our 2013 Snowpiercer, which mm-hmm. is his first film that I ever saw. Mm-hmm. And I think it's his first Western foray into filmmaking. I think it's his only. I believe so, yeah. Oh, yeah, first and only. Because mm. all of his other movies are fully South Korean, I think, I believe. Indeed. Mm. So, uh, initial thoughts. Zach's seen it before, so Alex, we'll, we'll go with you first. Oh, I uh, I really like this film. This was really good. It um, There's a lot to unpack in the film, and I'm sure we will do that. But uh, my first impression was, I really thoroughly enjoyed that. Thank you, Morgan, That's for good. showing me. I hadn't seen it. Mm. It's been on my list to see for quite a long time now, and I was glad that it, I'm uh, glad you it did. It. Thank I you. I think this movie is, well, we'll go to Zach in a second, but I think I just want to stay state that I think his movie is you'll enjoy it if you are on board for the concept. Mm. If you don't get on board for the concept, I think it rubs people the wrong way, but that's just how I think personally. There were little things that I yeah. didn't like with the concept, but we'll get to that. Zach, your your, <laughs> uh, your second watch, watch that I can remember. Um, yeah, no, I really liked it. I think it's a pretty good sci-fi action movie. Um, it's like really well, as you'd expect, it's it's really well made. Like, um, yeah, all the, all the shots are really nice. Uh, a lot of the design is really cool looking back on it it's like oh that's, that's cool stuff um i think it's a really solid story and there's stuff in here that i didn't think about the first time around that i'm like yeah no, there's there's um if you want it there there's deeper stuff there mm. and there's different interpretations of what is there that kind of kind of lend gravity to the actual movie if you want it you don't have to it can just be a yeah cool action movie and i like it yeah that's good does anyone want to try and explain it to those in the audience i think alex can have a crack um Okay. An AI from the future. No. We'll get to why I thought that in later. So, uh, humanity is extinct except for those on this train. And the whole point of this train is that it travels around the world once a year on this one big, long, so connected track. Global warming's hit and the whole yeah, world's yeah. frozen I, 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 I was getting to that. Okay. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. The big point is the train. So, the train is going and uh, it Keeps going, keeps going. It's perpetually going around this loop de loop uh, every year. And each of the carriages, uh, so you've got people at the front and you've got people at the end. The people at the front are sort of you like your wealthy. Oh, it's a people. class system. Yes, isn't it just? <laughs> which seems to be a common. Uh, a can, what? A what? <laughs> <laughs> and the people at the end are this sort of poor, impoverished um, group of people. And this is about. How some people get fed up with their poverty and try and take matters into their own hands. That's pretty good. I don't think you summed up the movie. I think I summed up the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And like, then I will let the... I don't want to spoil it. We're not in spoilers. This okay, is just a setup. Fair. It is familiar. Like, uh, Bun Jung-ho is very uh, famous for focusing on people at the bottom of the ladder trying to work well, their way up. I don't know if he's famous for that. That's, two, that's his two of his Two of his movies... Are focused on that, which well, that's, is Parasite it's, it's and this. Ev- it's in every one of his films. It's not in Handmaiden. It's in The Host. It's in some of his other it's ones. Not in it's old always boy. there's always a reference to it in okay. his films. I, don't, I, don't I was know. reading an article about it the other day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know that I would agree with that about Old Boy or the Hand. Is it Handmaid's Tale? No, you're yeah. getting confused. It's okay. Shh. Is Handmaid's Tale on his other one? No. And he that's doesn't Margaret do, Atwood. You're talking no, no, about no, no, the Handmaiden. No, no. The Handmaiden. Okay, which is that's not the Handmaiden. I also don't think Sorry, he yeah. does Old Boy either. He does do Old Boy, doesn't he? Just no. Old Boy and Old Boy is um, Chan Wook Park, oh, which is a different God. director. So sorry, Chan Wook Park. That's so rude of me. <laughs> so incredibly rude. And can I just say a little so side uh, side note? This is now the second film that we've watched on this podcast about a train. So, Zach, you need to come and bring us a film about a train. I trained no. to Poussin. <laughs> you had Snowpiercer. Oh, you need a train what? film. Okay. Think about it and I then, know, we'll, uh, it. then we'll have our train trilogy. Is it Murder on the Orient Express? <laughs> yeah. 
That's the one where they they travel underneath the Pacific Ocean from California to China. No, I don't even know oh. what that is. <laughs> it's the Orient Express. <sighs> oh boy. Okay, uh, uh, listeners. Today I've had a lot of fun just making Norris sigh in anguish. <laughs> <laughs> That's most of what I was doing today. Um, shall we get into spoilers? Or no, no, no. I think no, this no. movie the, stars the... Chris Evans. So if uh, mm-hmm. it's a good, uh... yeah, this is a pretty good Chris Evans movie. Yeah, um, he does some cool stuff. It shows that he can stuff. act too, mm. which I don't think he uh, gets a lot of opportunity to. <laughs> Not in a lot of his. Not in a lot of his. I think he's pretty happy to do his. Like, uh, oh, he's pretty happy to get his paycheck for sure. I think his he's sweet a, well, fat Marvel paycheck. That's fine. It, it, but this it, film really got him. You know, we can actually stretch and you know flex that muscle. That acting. I think muscle. he's always been able to do that. Like, I just think that he's very happy to play the Captain America role, which he does really, really well. Like, yeah. it's. I don't think it's well, he's done super now. Easy so, to do you know, that stuff. Yeah, that's true. The movie also stars Jamie Bell, a.k.a. Billy mm-hmm. Elliot, Tilda Swinton, Ed Harris, The Man in Black. Mm. Uh, Westworld, Westworld. Westworld, yeah. yeah. John Hurt. Bunch of other stuff. Uh, Kang Ho Song, who is also in Parasite. Octavia Spencer, who you would probably mm-hmm. recognize from a bunch of other stuff. And Ewan Brem- Bremner, who is a Guy Ritchie alum in a lot of the Guy Ritchie uh, movies. Yes, indeed. Plus still a bunch of other people. I like- he was the guy with no arm. Oh yeah, no, yeah. And sorry, then, I didn't uh, know him. My he's specific, great. the he's specific awesome. one I know of is in Snatch when he's like, uh, he's getting, he's pulled along. In yeah, the car. he's he's getting like yeah. <laughs> trapped Tony, in a window. That's Tony's so good. Uh, yeah. No, he's a great, and he's in um, Train Spotters. Yes, he also yeah. is Train, Train Spotting, mm. Train Spotting. Yeah. God, you're not having a good time with naming things today. <laughs> but yeah, so we can. <laughs> you weren't having a good time with guessing anything today. <laughs> uh, I guess something didn't know. Again, if we're looking at the tally, that's one versus seven. But it was a pretty big plot. Yeah, I mean, if you, uh, if you if you throw enough stuff at the wall, something's going to stick. I know that's <laughs> what, uh, it's that, better than not throwing anything. I just that's thought like, my suggestions were more interesting, and really, uh... <laughs> so you're saying that you were a better filmmaker? <laughs> no, I'm just saying watching the film. Academy, no. Then Academy Award winner. Academy Award winner. No, Would not at know? all. I'm just saying in this particular film. I had some thoughts. All right. Well, then let's. Should we go into spoilers and you can bring up no, your no, thoughts we'll as we the, work do through the good it. and the bad, and then we'll do spoilers. All no, right. No, 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 good and us. bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Zach. Uh, good and bad, or just good? Are we doing well, do good, good first. Okay. And then, yeah, um, lead, lead with good. I, lo- mm. I loved a lot of the shots in this. I didn't really notice that the first time around, but like it's like good and clean and steady, and it the framing's really nice. Um, costumes are kind of okay. Uh, like they're not super spectacular, but I, I, I liked a lot of the grit. I, I've seen a couple of movies recently where. People just aren't dressed right. And it's nice to see <laughs> people are dressed appropriate to their station. Um, and yeah, John Hurt did a really, really good job. Chris Evans did a really, really good job. I liked Ed Harris. <laughs> um, bad stuff. I don't like uh, a couple of the premises that they throw at you and i don't like how small the train is Is it premises or, how, or inconsistencies because <laughs> like uh, there's a bit of both oh no no because like the whole uh, again i think i'm still a bit stuck like there's an aquarium carriage and i'm still like oh, Dude, it's an interesting concept it. all the things past it my god <laughs> no you asked what i didn't like we got to get to the head of the carriage so you can't stay in the aquarium no, gotta, gotta, keep keep gotta keep going gotta keep <laughs> gotta get to the engine yeah can't uh, save that shark no it's <laughs> well, my yeah you wouldn't have been able to no <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> oh, no. That's oh, fine. Yeah, go on. Uh, so, thank you, fashion icon, Zach. Um, we can now move on. You commented about costumes. I'm just saying, look at you. <laughs> like, you know, I've just seen a few films where people haven't been dressed do you wanna, right. Do you want to do that again for the audio podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, look at what you're wearing. Now, uh, please dress up for this podcast. The good that I liked... Uh, Ironically, that, that, this is the I'm most sorry. dressed down as, Alex has been as, for the podcast. As opposed to you. <laughs> what What isn't from Target that you're wearing? I'm wearing a Tommy Hilfiger t-shirt. Oh, Thank okay. you very much. So Second hand. That's fine. Clothing. What about and the these dress? are Uniqlo pants. Uh, yeah. And the wig? I don't wear a wig. You know that. Okay. Now, uh, <laughs> I, I agree with you with the shots. One shot I've got to call out in particular is when the train goes through the tunnel and there's the fight scene there and you see the light come through through... And you just see the light go across people's faces and items in the dark carriage. And I thought that was a really beautiful shot. And then the fire came in, which made it even more beautiful. The fire that is a very, really cool. That was a very well shot scene when the mm-hmm. fire was there. Mm-hmm. Really cool. I really liked Chris Evans' performance. I really liked the concept. I said that. You can't have that. I said that. Just say to us when... Do something else. Do something else. Can you do something else? <laughs> well, you've robbed me of John Hurt, didn't you? Because I was going to mention him, but that's fine. Uh, Too bad. Yeah, Tilda's performance was 
genuinely good. Uh, that was that was, uh, and then the bad, I guess, because I picked one of the points. Uh, that was a little bit of a. Mm. What? Like, I, f- I finally got something right. It was a mix, bittersweet emotion. Give, give so you weren't happy that you, you like it when you guess and you guess wrong. I'm all about subverting some... expectations. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get that. You know, <laughs> if no, you can guess, so you're not. I think if that's... I can guess something, then that's you know that is failing of the film. Very recently, when I keep when I go to it's movies, the most failing. disappointing things are when I've guessed stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that happened. The most recently it happened with Birds of Prey and a couple other things. It's like they basically did exactly what I expected. I'm like, it's fine. And but it's like, I you want you don't want them to do that. You want them to be able to surprise you. Mm-hmm. I that, like being surprised. That's just basically what keeps happening. Mm. I feel like if we'd just seen The Last Jedi, you'd be not on that that particular tune. But all right. It's called a fine line, Zach. I, I quite liked <laughs> a lot of the elements there in The Last Jedi, but as a whole... It wasn't very good. Anyway, Morgan, you're good. You're bad. Uh, I really liked the a lot of the shots as well. Mm-hmm. I really liked the way everything... And he does this where like, everything speaks to something else. Yes. Or like they reference something and like it comes back later. It's all like some of the stuff in the screenplay is very tight. Mm-hmm. And it oh, references it a lot. Yeah. I think that's stronger in like the dialogue writing and then like his concept of the world maybe he skims over from time to time. Mm. But like all the references to the bigger picture are there and they mm-hmm. tie together nicely. Mm. Uh, less liked probably just the, the way it kind of, because of the whole pushing force, you're trying to get to the carriage. Mm. You, it, it doesn't really give you a chance to enjoy the world as much or like explore mm. the world. Like it's a small world, but it's still like, oh, I would like to know how that works or how this plays into that. And again, Zach said this might make a good TV show so you could explore it more. It probably would if done the right way. But yeah, mm. I think because it's like a constant push to the front and they do slow down from time to time, but it's never to say it's never to savor that moment. It's, it's for a to, character point yeah. instead. It's, uh, you don't yeah. really get to explore the world as much and it leads to a bit of like inconsistency or like confusion and like... Like you're internally going, this doesn't... Like, where what? would this be? Yeah. Like, what, what, where is the section of the train that they surely need? Yeah. <laughs> mm. But yeah, apart from that, I really enjoyed it. I must admit the, the first bit of the film there were in the rear carriage. The world building there I thought was really good. I thought the environment that was created, I really got an instant sense of, yeah. you know. And they, they, they kind of just jump straight into it as well. Mm. Like, it's like you jump in and it's like, oh, this is, we meet Chris Evans' character. He's got some form of plan. It's already mm. in action, but we know. And, like, stuff's going on, and mm-hmm. but you still sort of figure it out. Like, it's not disconcerting. Yeah. No. But you're jumping straight in. Mm. And there, t- there was a couple of, like, the, the lines that sort of hit me, like, really weird. Like, they say something at one point, which is, like, our oh, cigarettes have been extinct. And I was like, is that the right... Well, they keep saying that, like, yeah, this item's... Would like you like, say with, like extinct about an item? And I understand yeah. that you're trying to, like, make lexicon for your world. But it, it for, for me, it was like, that's just, why wouldn't you just say, oh, they've run out? That would not hit as weird to me. You disagree? I do. I mean, if if you're being technical, run out isn't the correct term. Extinct in this, it doesn't exist in that world anymore. It's a dodo. It does make, it does fit technically, but it doesn't. Extinct is a term that we use to refer to species, to living things. I'm sorry, when you're the last, uh, you know, as far as they're aware. I can't believe both of you were like, looked at me and went, oh no, Zach, come on. (laughs) You're being ridiculous here. (laughs) Extinct is something that applies to everyone and everything. (laughs) Okay, okay, Mr. I was Technical. Just, I was just uh, saying that that line of dialogue didn't hit what I, I thought. That just sort of like was like a bit. It, uh, it subverted your expectations. You expected them to say, oh, yes, uh, and run right. out. No, 10 I'm out kidding, of 10. I'm Therefore, kidding. 10 out of 10. You're right. I'm okay. I'm going to go back and watch. Also, Zach didn't like the language of the mm. screenplay written mm. by someone whose second language is English. I think that was. Yeah. That's a bit nitpicky there, Zach. Yeah, He's no, doing I, his best. I was going to say, I was going to say, like. Everything except for the language sort of translated perfectly from his direction style. I think. I think that's. That, I think that was maybe why. I think that's maybe why. It's like if this was in uh, Korean, he would have like nailed that completely. He would have been like, "Oh no, this is how we should say it," and it would have said extinct down the bottom. But you would have been fine. It's like, oh, it's just a translation error. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we I move see, on. I see uh, how yeah. it is. So if it was a subtitle, Zach would sort of shrug and move on. But because it was <laughs> said. Now it becomes a whole thing. Okay. So, sorry, am I am I wrong? No. <laughs> moving on. No. <laughs> no, no, I'm not moving on from this point. Are you saying that the opinion that I put forward when when asked, like, what, when we're trying to talk about this movie, are you guys looking at me and going, now, come on, Zach. <laughs> is that what's happening? <laughs> I think it's time to go into spoilers. This is so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, so the spoilers, which Norish didn't. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, people, no, no. Should, people should watch this movie. Did we say it was a train? We no. did say it was a train, didn't we? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. I said okay. it was one big connected so, loop, yeah, and it takes. Yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. poor people at the back—they're all crammed into one section of the carriage, and the everyone else, like the the. I think it's only just the, the lower class and the upper class. There doesn't seem to really be a middle class because everyone can, everyone past a certain point can yeah. travel through the entire train. Well, I think it's it's basically lower class and then uh, workers slash so like the, the soldiers, the soldiers, yeah. your and economy class, and then there's references to other workers, so they would probably be around that area or that's where they would go back to, mm-hmm. and then you have the lu- the luxury up the top, mm-hmm. first class economy, and then the uh, what they say freeloaders, freeloaders, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the term. No, that was the term. No, no, the, I just like the... that idea. Like, because like everyone past a certain point on that train is a freeloader. Like, you yeah. know, like when you get to that upper class, what are they doing? They paid. What for are the, they... they paid for a ticket? Oh no, the, the, it would have been their like parents. Oh, probably no, very it's only old. Been, it's only been seventeen years. Yeah, but like all those people who were like young, uh, uh, youngish. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Franco the Elder. He would have paid for a ticket. Mm. But like all the others. Like John Hurt would have. Yeah, there you go. John Hurt did. Mm. Chris uh, Evans Chris did. Evans no, John did. Hurt didn't. Chris Evans didn't. They're freeloaders. They got on for free. They didn't pay That's the ticket. But did back, John though. Hurt pay? I don't no. know. I don't know. Maybe he did. I mean, he paid something. <laughs> That's a spoiler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what did you think? So he does kind of have like twists in his movies or like mm. moments what did you think of the twists of this movie the twist being I loved it I loved that it that you get to the end of the carriage we meet uh, Will Will Wilford mm. Wilford who has created yeah. the train mm-hmm. and uh, he has he's organised he's organised the yeah. whole coup mm-hmm. in uh, so in the movie in partnership uh, with John Hurt's character John Hurt's character, John Hurt's character John Hurt is the leader of the back and Wilford is the leader of the front and they work together and they, they you find out they've been working yeah. together at the stage of the coup and the whole reason for it is you need to keep the population of the train down so that they don't run out of resources which I don't, I don't mind that's it's a sounds on, it's just like now nah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it more and there's also yeah. like the, the it seems to be the point that the potentially they were grooming Chris Evans to take over Wilford's mm-hmm. position as yep. the because Wilford's getting old and yeah. he needs someone to replace him yes yeah, I really liked the twist. I really liked. Uh, you just said that it didn't subvert your expectations, and you guessed it. No, I didn't guess that. You I just... guess the thing about the children <sighs> yeah. is what I guessed. Come okay. on, no. uh, <laughs> I did. I guessed the children. I did not guess that John Hurt was in cahoots. Okay. Yeah. No, right. I didn't. No, I get you. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Well, you're not paying attention uh, now. <laughs> I, what 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 I really liked is so the first shot that we see John Hurt in. We see him in his, you know, in his little house that mm. he's got there, or little home yeah, that he's got in the yeah, very back section. In the very yeah. back section, the little space that he calls home, and then up on the wall there is the W Wilford sort of symbol, mm-hmm. like property of Wilford thing, and you're like, okay, you notice, and that's your entry point into the world a little bit. Like you're it's like, like so your introduction is, to the yeah. character of Wilford. Yeah, you're that's like, right. Oh, yeah, so he's he's the dude. Yeah, he's yeah. the one running the show, and then right there at the end, you realise that well, actually something that you've seen and you know is actually something else. Hmm. And then it flipped around, it was a telephone, and that's how they'd been communicating. And, and I was like, been talking the whole time, yeah. That was good. I really liked that. Hmm. When something that you think you know it turns out to be something completely different, I really liked that. That was really good. Hmm. It was good, yeah. Mm. That was really good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I must sound like so like blood, but I, I genuinely, yes, I agree with you. Um, can we talk about the bugs? <laughs> So uh, one of so their first the, discoveries the when they people at the back are fed these protein, protein bars, bars gelatin that's the only thing they're allowed to eat, um, and then they, they find, find out, out it's all bugs. It's all it's all cockroaches. So where are they keeping the bugs? I think that they're supposed to be like scraped from the train. Yeah, but yes, I I agree. That's like, are they, I, is it some big bug farm there? Like, I, maybe that's one of the carriages they pass. Yeah, through. it's a bug know. farm. Mm. Yeah. But then he's like, "Don't draw it to the guy who draws yeah. everything." That's what I like. I I. The assu- like, but they've kept to go the through the bug so, farm. That's so horrific that people won't eat, and they need to eat. Yeah, so he did. He didn't want him telling anyone or passing. I originally or, thought it was like you know. If I'd been something without, else. like he then he, Chris Evans then describes a period of time of about like six months where the people at the back had no food whatsoever yeah. and they started eating each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers, sorry again. Um, which no, we've already said spoilers. We've warned them. We've warned them. If you've gone through that period, do you think you'd be so disgusted with eating bugs? No. Hmm. Yeah, that that was one of those things that sort of like, it it makes sense in the whole scheme of the story, but uh, whatever, eating bugs, you're eating something, it's food. Mm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But rather eat bugs than starve. But like, if but 
in this state, it's like you're they're giving you bugs, but you know they've got better. How do you feel about that? Would that would be shit. That would be the like, the, fuck you. You're eating yeah. bugs now. Yeah, mm. yeah. Particularly because well, like, I passed all those chickens, yeah. all the eggs. Because uh, like, it's also you know. like they were like, oh yeah, they they they're, they're at least giving us something. We don't mm. know. It's like, it's it, it's keeping us alive. And then you realize it's they're feeding us bugs. Yeah, like that's the least shit. they could give us, and they've yeah. got all this other shit. Like, yeah. mm. but I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, I like that concept that they're freeloaders. So once the train was going and they're like, oh, fuck, we've got an extra thousand people on this train. What the fuck do we do? Uh, let's make the bug engine. Let's make the, <laughs> the, the bug food omatic. <laughs> so this is a train that never stops. No. Yeah. It just yeah. keeps going and going and going. So the question that I had was, why would you agree to go on the train that never stops? Because you're the stops? last human survivors. You're you're the only people left on the, on yeah. the planet. No, no, but the way it was positioned or portrayed is that they're on the train and then the catastrophe happened. No, so, and then they were left on the train. So as what the happened last of the was humans. he built that he was building this. He was obsessed with trains. Yeah, and he built. He was like, I want to build this rail line, and everyone's like, You're mm. crazy. Mm. And then um, he, but he. I knew that this solution for global warming was actually going to worsen the problem. So, th- the idea is like global warming didn't happen. They had this solution called C-37 or something. Mm. Which made it worse. Which yeah. actually made it worse. Mm. And because his train was sort of like a doomsday prep for that. Mm. So, when that happened, he was ready to go and he let people on his train. So, and he was the guy with the bunker in his backyard. And everyone's yeah. like, there's not going to be a nuclear war. But the bunker moves around Okay, the I got world. you. I got you. Yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's on a track. And it's, uh, on no. a tra- it's got wheels and there's a section. Okay, there's class. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, the catastrophe happened and then people were... Were scrambling to get onto this train. Pretty much. I assume that's what. Well, I assume he, people had tickets. He'd sold tickets. To the people. way I, yeah, the way but, I had it is like he was saying, "This is going to doom us all," yeah. and everyone was going, "No, this is going to fix the problem." But a couple people listened to him, bought those tickets. So yeah. you had to be a conspiracy and, theorist, really, in and, order to get well, on the train. Like, like, well, Chris Evans. Those like, people jumped on the train. I don't know if minute. either of you have seen Twenty Twelve. I believe. Oh it's yes, yes. The indeed. idea is that the rich and famous had these arcs mm. that they'd bought tickets onto. It's probably similar to that. They didn't necessarily believe it was going to happen, but like, hey, Why I've got this backup yeah, scenario. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I have, if it does happen, and then the only thing is like they got all these freeloaders on it, but it's like. I've seen movies where like people are fucking panicking. Like, what was that? Tra- like, there must be people like dying to get on that train or something at that point, right? They're well, I was just gonna say, yeah, you know that scene in Train to Busan when all the zombies come hurtling down the stairs to get onto the train. Yeah, I do, Alex. I yeah, thank it. you. Yeah, 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 you remember? You remember? You remember it, Zach? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I imagine that's what it was like to get onto this train because yeah. you know, like, it has to start somewhere, mm. and it's just like, oh, get on that train. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying <laughs> that scene where the guy is clinging onto the end and like all the zombies are like get over your movie, one. Alex. <laughs> uh, I think I think a lot of like the inconsistencies in the story, or, like the the logical problems I have with the story, I can forgive because it is just a story about class. Like that, like fundamentally, yeah. that's what it is. So a lot of the decisions I feel are made to highlight the difference in class rather than to look at what would actually happen if this train existed. Because because I was thinking like. If this was 17 years on from the extinction level event, why would you give a shit about class anymore? And there would be certain people at the front. Order. Going, we must have why order. Why don't we sort of have an even spread of the entire train and try and work on solutions to maybe expand the train? Or, or like, why would we continually stick to this class divide? But the movie was trying to tell that story, and that's fine. Um, yes, I guess, yeah. The, I think all our problems were around. So the school is perhaps the <laughs> third or fourth carriage we get to. The school really caused a lot of problems. <laughs> it did. So that's that's like the yeah the fourth carriage you get through, and the then it's like so where close. do they live in? Uh, do they live after the sex party room, or do they where where do they it's live? It's interesting because it's it seems like. It's like two carriages down from where they had that fight with what's his face yeah. older. But then when they go around the bend, they're actually significantly further around because yes. they can shoot across. So it really is just like a you don't get a sense yeah. for how exactly how many carriages there are mm. or how many they've been through. This is true. This and is it, true. I, I guarantee it probably changes. Like there's probably shots where it looks really long and they've there's other it, shots. It does. Where the train looks like ages long. Like it oh, looks yeah. massive. So yeah. I think it could have used a montage. <laughs> Uh, just, and then, <laughs> just going through a couple different saunas. Yeah. <laughs> this is sauna A. I mean, B. there was like one after like the first fight. So there is a night time. So presumably they went through the day, got through a couple uh, of carriages. Nah, you you make a good point. And yeah. then they stopped. And then mm. like, it's like, did they? Yeah, it's like, does it take days to get through this train? <laughs> I like that conversation that Wilford and him at the end, where they're like, originally you guys were supposed to stop at that fight. You were supposed to stop, and div- we were then supposed to divide the train like that. That was that was gonna be. And you I like all that room. And- yeah, I yeah. like that idea because then that would 
that would alter things so much because then they would have their own. They would have the food, wouldn't they? They'd have the bug engine. They'd have yeah. the food. They'd have the guard room. They'd with be all the that bunks close to the water that they're only like. So there would be a lot more of a power shift. So they wouldn't just be crammed into this back end. They would. They wouldn't have nothing in like no in power. Fact, they passed all those beds. Mm. As, as, yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. As, as Morgan said. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So. It's interesting that that might have been a better deal than going through and getting as many of their people killed as Chris mm. Evans did. Yeah. But, no, <laughs> got to break the system, man. As Ed Harris said, it certainly made things interesting. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, uh, spoilers, more spoilers, Chris uh, Chris Evans makes it all the way to the end, but his ragtag group slowly gets smaller and smaller. Mm. Everyone slowly mm-hmm. dies. And in the end, it's only him, the security expert, the mm. and his daughter. Mm. I think he, that's why they call him the security expert because he got through all the doors. Mm. He he designed the doors. He, desi- he, he designed, designed the, the doors. doors yeah. So he um, they are the only three that make it to the end. Yeah, the train. Not even the end of the movie. Another spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was something we like. We were like a bit ponderous about. No one in the upper class section really tries to stop them past the soldiers. Just, just indifference. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh but then like, you get like all the ravers coming through, and the only reason and I think is like, is it because it took all their drugs? Is that yeah. is that why they're all there? Like that was a weird one. So yeah, let me just imagine. Like okay, it's so, so we've got drugs on the table. You know, socializing in this in this little train section here, socializing, obviously taking some drugs, and then the guy so close is, to Wilford as well. That's the tra- well, that's the that. carriage away from him. Uh, and all then these there's people just that engine just doing bridge drugs. room thing. Yeah. And then, so we're doing the drugs, and then this guy comes along and just takes all my drugs, and I don't care whatsoever. Maybe, maybe you're like super high in the corner. And but then they like, care, oh God. like in ten minutes later. When this, they come this is out. What twenty I'm minutes saying. later. This is, this is what I'm saying has happened. Yeah. So the, you're, you're you're like middle of your high. You're sitting in the back. You're like you're like right in it. You you zonked out. You're not really noticing anything. You, you feel some pushing. You're like whatever. You get up and you're like, all right, where's the rest of my drugs? And someone's like, oh, they took them. I'm like, who the fuck just yeah. took my drugs? And those are the people. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I can get maybe. over that. Yeah. That's, for, for context, that. that's why they're nuts because um, they're high as fuck. The security guy, the door guy is working with them because they've promised him and um, his part, his daughter, they give him... What's it called? Cronal. Cronal? Yeah, Cronal. Something like that, which is like a mm. huffing drug. Mm. It's like a chemical like cube. Toxic waste and that's like, been residue. Yeah, and they huff it. So like every time he opens the door, they give him some. And then they get through the clubbing area and there's heaps of it and they're, they're just pocking it all. And they're like fucking druggos. But then it turns out it's actually, if you have enough, you can turn it into an explosive device. Like a C4. But his, it didn't stop him from huffing it. Like, yeah. But <laughs> so like, mm, his yes. plan potentially all along was to blow the door because he's. You, yeah, he wants to get so, out. Because it does show him noticing. And then he has that bit with Chris where he tells him the snow's actually melting. Mm-hmm. He's seen more of the plane every year that was covered yeah, did in you snow. see the plane the first yeah. time we looked out that but window? But I knew, I knew to look. Something. I, I I forgot what was it and I couldn't see it and then I was like and I was looking I'm like why are we spending so long looking at this mountain range uh, I, I don't know I, I remember like, the first time I saw it I was like is that a tree log is that why he's so interested in it because like the only tree you can see like in this entire barren wasteland scape is that the only tree he sees but no it's the plane I just figured that he'd spent so long in that drawer <laughs> that he just liked to look at the outside. <laughs> That's what I figured And then he was like Oh there's a plane And I was like okay Don't you think that those Carriages now that I'm thinking of it Those back ones Seemed a lot bigger than the front ones No Because he has a so He has all that space for the drawer And for them to pull it out as well So you got to yeah. think that that's like 12 feet across mm. Or maybe the rest of them were 12 feet across Oh yeah, because the sauna one has room for all the yeah, saunas the sauna and, the and the corridor in between. Yeah. yeah, and there's the pool one that has all the pools. Yeah, that looked the cool. aquarium. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I'd like to see that aquarium when they go over like one of those ice things and it goes, and then like you see the fish smack, <laughs> he smacks into the roof and dies. You know, water displaces with movement, right? No, I know, but I've <laughs> as I as I talk to you guys, as as discussed, uh, fish do die. In, in, if what, their what aquarium's rocked, because when experience? I was a young kid, yeah. I used to shake the bag. <laughs> wow. Explains so much, <laughs> and we'll just leave that right there. Why didn't I say that? You guys have seen Finding Nemo. <laughs> Shakes the bag, and the fish dies. Yes, I mean they fake their death in the yeah. bag, but like, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, That's no, why they they're worried it. about. No, they fake it in the movie, but they're worried about. Get, getting given to her because she shakes sh- the Yes, bag, that's right. So yeah, but this is, we're not talking about Finding Nemo now. Um, <laughs> Why are you both against me? I don't, what did I do? <laughs> so we touched Pierce that bag of ignorance and start touched- talking about the <laughs> film Snowpiercer. We touched on the ending there. 
So mm. it gets to a point where Chris Evans, where the man in black, Ed Harris. <laughs> She's is, not called the man in black. In the <laughs> I just film. call him that. Uh, is in, he's is, in Robocop. That dude's done so much. <laughs> he's tell, informing Chris of his plan, what happened, and telling him about he wants him to be his successor. And it almost seems like Chris is, is he's enticed buying by it. He's yeah. buying it. And this, see, this goes back to something that Gilliam said a while ago, which is like, don't let him talk, cut his tongue out. Mm-hmm. Which is, mm-hmm. I think, another way it ties in. But it, it it's odd because Gilliam and him had a thing. So I don't know. I don't know if Gilliam was all, all in on. I don't think Gilliam I think was he all had, in. I think he had a turn at some point, maybe when they made it a bit further. Mm. And maybe he wanted Chris to be a sort of like more. Yeah. Fa- like a fairer leader of yeah. the train that he wanted some sort of equality but, across the characters. So Chris is buying it up and mm-hmm. then the daughter comes in because mm-hmm. she's looking for the matches and she pulls the floor open and they see the children in the floor who the children... Guessed it. Alex guessed it. I knew they'd be powering for, for the, the engine. listeners, Alex also guessed that uh, <laughs> Wilford wasn't, didn't exist. He also guessed that Wilford was an AI. He also guessed... <laughs> What was the other bullshit that you threw out there? Oh, that he was uh, taking the children. He was eating them. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> at the start of the movie, they they take two children from the end and that the two parents go on the mission and die on the way, but that's they're looking for their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, so, we get to the end and the children are replacing parts yeah, of the train that can't, essentially become part of the be system. Used. Yeah. It was really and, nice to um, get it. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, and that's what snaps Chris out of his. And that's when yes. he has his moment. He's like, "We're gonna tear the system down." But how did she know that the kid was in the floor? Apparently, she's psychic. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Something that was never explained. So I giggled when that came up because that was very anime. That's a very, are you clairvoyant? Yeah, it's I, like oh, I, I, I was, sci-fi. When stuff, that came up, but I was also like, psychics. <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel like it's something about her. She has like really good hearing, and she can hear what's I on her side. I thought that too. And then I'm like, oh no, they never explained it past that. No. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was my brain being like, this makes more sense. Which is And like, why are they in the drawer? I think it's because they're prisoners. I think. Yeah, so because mm. they did the doors, but then they were drug addicts. I think they were a liability. Oh, so they were in the drawers, which were almost like cryo free sleep. It, it seemed like, like it, yes. you don't, you're, not co- you're not living in there. Like if no. you're in there, you're out. Mm. And then you open and they wake you up. But yet is- they let the sex, drug, dungeon, party house uh, go on. And so yeah. I think maybe it was prison. Maybe he tried to get out with the... Yeah. Okay. Maybe okay. he already fair, tried fair. to get out. Fair, fair. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so Chris, they blow the door to the outside world, which mm-hmm. sends an avalanche handling down and it mm-hmm. destroys the system and the daughter... So and the, many children die. Yeah. Everyone dies but the, the daughter and uh, and one of the children. The engine part. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The daughter and the engine. What did uh. we think of the ending? We, and then they have a focus shot. We see in the distance a polar bear. Life... Life finds a way. Life finds uh, a way. Finds a way. <laughs> yeah, and any thoughts on the ending of this movie? Uh, well, they, they're going to die, yeah. I don't know. Well, especially if they're ch- chasing down a polar bear. Unless yeah. they're taking out that polar bear and eating it. I, I like, I, the, the ending's supposed to be like this big hope. Like, you break the system and there's hope. It's a hopeful ending. Hope that, like, yes, it's, a, it's I, a harsh I, word. I read it as hope. No, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but honestly, if that's where you were, you'd still be dead. Maybe, no, maybe they could go back through the train and grab... Because there's all still the bits of the train. So, maybe you could yeah. go back and get all the food but and some of them build your shelters. Fell down the mountain. Yeah. Um, but there might still be enough mm. intact. In There's tons in the tunnel. Maybe they could go to the valley where the train parts from the mountain fell down. You don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, like, this, I think this is our, all of our big problem with it. was like, when you think that extra level beyond, oh, this is just an analogy for class divide... It all kind of yeah. like is, like it is the perfect analogy. Like you move through exactly. all the classes. Yeah, yeah. no, I get that. I get that. It is like and, it is hard to, to get to the top. You need to sacrifice those behind you, or you need to let go of. I the thought dead we were going to have yeah. like a um, let's decouple the freeloader carriage and just send that on its merry way. Just uncouple it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye bye now. Um. <laughs> But then you'd have to hit it when you came around. But to also, see it but also, they they keep saying they're an important part of the system. It's all about balance. Yeah, it's not about true. one side winning other. It's about having a balance of yep, both sides. Yep, 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 yep. But all they were there for was to have children to fix the parts. Yeah, you need that. But then, like, then you, you say that's that was their function. At least they, to my mind, at least they had a function. What would the upper class doing for the? Oh, train? I have no yeah, idea. Like, it's uh, like, no, I mean, no, no. it may. I, I get it's probably. I, I'd say maybe those the drugs and the partying didn't exist, per, but like they've been locked in for ages. Maybe that's like all they can do to keep. I was thinking the only like, thing because if 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 um like Wilford is running it, the only thing that he's keeping them alive for is like 
bang people. Like maybe he's I mean, only got that around it's, it's so a he life can for humanity's sake, right? Like you are the leader says, yeah. of the arc of humanity. Yeah. You are keeping you are Noah, <laughs> and this is your arc. So I was just thinking about the Family Guy joke, where he <laughs> says the the penguin with the elephant's head. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Yeah, uh. <laughs> we'll just leave that right there too. <laughs> oh man, oh, good movie. I think yeah, I so. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. But I do agree, a TV show would flesh out a lot of the problems yeah. I yeah. had about the the world. And maybe you could have more of a, a, a like more of a, a a look into what this might do to a class system. Maybe, or some maybe, perspective too. Yeah, maybe so. you would have a middle, and what would the middle class be in that situation? And uh, well, yeah, no, you said the soldiers of the middle. Maybe you had like a more defined middle class. And yeah. what would they be doing? Would they be used by the high, high class to repress the poor? Would they be fighting the poor because they don't want to give up their spot? All that sort of stuff. Mm. Well, there's a stuff there that would make it interesting. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. But um, we did get little hints about like the kids are taught that the freeloaders are, you know, <laughs> evil, hideous <laughs> beings. That sit down in their own shit. Yeah, you know. Although we never explained what they were using the shit for. There's all these people. It's meant to be a self-sustaining thing, um, so that's got to be something. I think they said something about the water carriage. Oh, it purifies it or something. Yeah, it, it purifies everything. But they also have that, the, the what is it, greenhouse carriage. They've got all that soil, so oh, I perhaps. assume okay. they're using shit yeah, to grow. Okay. Okay. Like, why else would you keep the shit around? Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, you know, it's a self-fulfilling Absolutely. train. Absolutely. So. Which, yeah, it, it, that I think was like one of the things that sticks with me after watching this movie is like, you just, I just want to see more of the track. I want to see how, like, it'd be massive. Like, yeah. take days and days to travel up the entire train. They've got little carriages within the train that take you between because it's faster than walking. Yeah. Yeah. That'd you be want cool. the opening scene of the TV show to be the opening, like that opening scene of Spaceballs. It's like a giant <laughs> ship and it goes past for like literally too yes. long, but you want that to be yes. the train. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's still going. It's like a picture of like a dead, a building is all frozen over and then the train starts going past and it, is, and it just doesn't stop. And yeah. it's all the titles going through. And then the credits roll. Uh, episode one done. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I, I picked this movie this week as well because of uh, pa- Parasite mm-hmm. recently, so we didn't get to talk That's about as much. Something to celebrate. And I thought, I think. I think it was something to celebrate. And I just want to talk about the movie and maybe comparison to like, this is like an older work, 2013. This is yeah. more modern work. This is also his first and only, like it's more of a Western movie. And then mm. his winner is a Magnus, is a South Korean film. Mm. I don't know if there's anything you guys think. I, there's definitely parallels it's, or it's like, oh, there is parallels. Like, yeah, Parasite's like a far more... Uh, not, I don't want to say subtle. It's it's, far it's a more smaller world. Thought so out dialogue a, yeah. about the the problem, which is obviously he's had more time to think about it. Mm. Um, but you can see, yeah, some of the same same themes in here. But in Parasite, they just played so well, and the bad and the high class people aren't evil. Um, they're just people. Mm. I think I would have appreciated some of that in in this. If you saw some of the high class people weren't. Happy that the the lower class people were treated like complete shit. I always like that because that's a dynamic you see in our world, and I like it to reflect mm. like that. Um, but no, obviously it's still like quite a good story, and it like I think having any conversation like that might have distracted from the pace of the. the movie. Oh yeah, yes, it oh, would have taken thing. the pace out. That's something I wanted to say. The pace was excellent. I really like. Mm. There's no point where I felt where like I was I bored was dragging or, or this doesn't make this doesn't matter. I told you guys my uh, watch test. If I can get through a film without trying to look at my watch or check the time, <laughs> then it's doing something right with its pacing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I didn't look at my yeah, no. uh, at once. It was a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I no. wouldn't say I was... I enjoy it. I'm not as entranced by it as like Parasite no. or something. I was but much I still more, think, yeah. I think I think his signatures are there. Mm. Yeah. And I honestly, I think he does work better in, in like his yeah. home yeah. than a I Western. think it was probably a tighter script to yeah. Parasite. Than Snowpiercer. I think well, this probably... one, he, he worked... There was other people who helped write the mm. script with I was, was going to say, he probably had far more control over Parasite yeah. and this mm. one because he needed someone to... I, I assume he needed someone to help him with translation yeah. and direction. Yeah. Well, also, this is a fact I was going to read. I'll read it now because it's kind of... Mm. Yeah. It talks about people interfering, but um, I've heard this before and I didn't realise it applied to this film. I just okay. heard this story before, but um, 
So uh, he clashed with producer Harvey Weinstein uh, <laughs> over right. this film, who frequently interfered in order to create his version of the film. Mm. Um, among the many requests, the producer ins- insisted on having the fish scene removed in favour of more action. Bong, who considered it his favourite shot in the film, was adamant to keep it. He told the producer that he wanted to keep the shot for a personal reason as a tribute to his late father, who was a fisherman. Oh, that's really gorgeous. Upon hearing this, Weinstein said that his family is very important to him, so he granted Bong to keep the shot. In an interview, Bong said, it was a fucking lie. My father was not a fisherman. (laughs) (laughs) Bong Joon Ho, you genius. Yes, indeed. I (laughs) love it. That's another shot that I really like. Mm. I think it's it's more like to do with like... So when they... There's a point where they're opening a carriage and the girl at the last second is like, don't, they open it. All these military men with axes and stuff. And it's literally like the build up to the to the fight. And mm. like one just picks up a fish, kind of like guts it with his axe, mm. passes it to the next guy who dips his in it. It's like a real, it's... It's a weird ritual. It's, it's like a, a weird, weird ritualistic ritual. yeah. thing. Yeah. And I think it's kind of an element of like, we're going to butcher you. Like mm-hmm. the way they, even mm-hmm. the way they were dressed, the axes and like the... the yeah, we only the, saw their mouths. The room and- really felt like, it's like, oh, this is like a... Kind of like a butchery, like a massacre sort like of the implication. You're dead fish. Yeah, yeah mm. stuff like that. It's it's cool. It's good imagery. Yeah, uh, I think that scene though with the fish sort of made the first point about balance in the film. I don't mm. recall anything before that. They're saying we only eat this fish twice a year. Because oh, that's why. When, that's when because it's an eco, yeah, because an ecosystem and yeah. yeah. So that was the first entry point for that idea of balance, yeah. which yeah. is so crucial. Yeah. for the rest of the film. Yeah, um, I, like I I had problem with the carriage. But I agree that shot is really gorgeous and it's, oh, it's interesting. Um, and it's a nice, nice set, like mm. a little, just a little sushi shop. Probably um, completely green screen, but that's <laughs> no, nothing. No, it's, fine, yeah. it's it's yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It, it's it's like it's like this is a movie I can forgive all that. Like, it doesn't weigh on my mind as the worst thing ever. No, like, no, no. Because no. it, it moves well on too made. quickly to yeah, uh, and like, dwell. Yeah, um, it doesn't it doesn't sit there and go this fucks the movie for me it's just like no. oh, whatever yeah 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 these problems that we have about the logistics of the train <laughs> don't, don't matter don't it matter. don't matter the, yeah, the yeah. film works uh, by itself it's just that we want more of that world absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, i think that's, that's i think probably that's the best part yeah. it speaks to it yeah. Well, yeah i think that's just like a to compare it to parasite again parasites in our world we don't mm. need more context we're that's more right. interested in the relationships mm. whereas this one is set in a like a different sort they of world and, it, so yeah. you yeah. have to have that curiosity about it. Mm. Yeah. Whereas if you set it in our world, you are more free to just explore the character relationships than mm-hmm. the world because we know the world. Yeah. yeah. And there was also some comedy as well in Parasite. There was no real comedy in this. this. Some of Tilda Swinton's lines yeah. were said quite oh, funny. Oh, yeah, okay. But I agree with you. But yeah. There's no tone yeah. of no. comedy. This is this was, very bleak. Well, this was 2013. This was grim dark era. This <laughs> yes, this is true. Grim dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been I've learned these phrases recently and I've been using them a lot. Mm. It's grim, dark, hope, punk, all that stuff. Oh, Love them so much. Look at you, look <laughs> at you go. But this is definitely what I would classify as a grim dark. Yeah, I think so. I think we'd all call it a grim dark. <laughs> would you call it a grim dark, there, Zach? Uh, uh, sorry, yeah. just, yes. <laughs> yes, correct. Uh, yeah. It is a grim dark. Uh, okay. Labeled. Do you okay, guys cool. have any final thoughts about this movie? I think definitely see this film. I yeah. would recommend it. Yeah, I, I think, I think so. one of the reasons I thought I'd it's a good time to do it as well because like Parasite one, mm. and I've seen a lot of stuff recently. People were like, oh, a lot of people have seen Parasite. A lot now of people well. have seen, it, or a lot of people started to watch it and were like, oh, subtitles. I don't like subtitles. Or like, oh. I don't like international films. It's made like, and then some people are, are put off by it. they know it's like, oh, I don't know if I'll like it because of that. I think, hey, if you if you want to go, maybe start with this is a Western film he's done. Yeah, and if you like the concepts and the ideas, like watch this first, and then if you want more. I reckon yeah. go and then okay. and then you should be interested enough in Parasite to carry it over. Um, also, I think yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with that. Also, I think if you wanted a Western equivalent of Parasite, now this is I'm just comparing these two films here. I haven't told you this, but I felt like had you seen Jordan Peele's Us? Oh yes, I know yeah. What you're saying. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think Parasite is the film that Us wanted to be. And yeah, the execution I, uh, was uh, quite flawed in that film. I, I, I think I the Parasite is much better film than I us. Think, I, I, I think I'll agree with you with the caveat that us is specific to oh, Ameri- African-American yes, yes. society. Yes. But it's I still think. comments on I, I class think. like Absolutely. Parasite does. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I just don't think it's the same commentary. No, I don't no. think so. I'm just yeah. saying ease you in to yeah. that sort of thing. But yeah. yeah, Snowpiercer does that as well. I think... So. I think uh, 
Snowpiercer and Us also can be compared in that they're both these high concepts mm. that you want to know more and they kind of brush over parts of it mm-hmm. to get to the main yeah. part. Yes. But it works better in Snowpiercer than I feel it does oh, in yeah. Us. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. we're, we're saying that I'll, I'll happily let go about stuff in Snowpiercer. I could not in Us that's like, yeah. what? I couldn't do that. <laughs> what no. are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, that, that's another film to check out, I think, yes. if you're into that, that sort of idea. Oh yeah, no. yeah. Good. Thanks, uh, Morgan. This was mm, uh, thank you very much. Again. Again. Is there any nice. you guys seen any movies lately? You want to talk about any TV shows you're watching? I saw. Um, oh no, so you go first. No, no, go, go, go. Uh, I saw. I saw the Harley Quinn movie, mm. uh, Birds of Prey, and I, I liked it. I, li- I really enjoyed it. I think it was a pretty damn good action movie. I'll be honest. There's there was a few of the fight scenes in there. I was like, oh, this reminds me of John Wick. It's it like the cameras wow. from back. There you go. The choreography is really really solid. It's quite brutal. Mm. And I was. Uh, I'm I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's as good as but I was like this is handled a lot better than Suicide Squad was the Academy Award winning Suicide Squad <laughs> yeah the Academy Award winning Suicide Squad Shut Jesus up, oh. um, but yeah no I, I really liked it I, I think that uh, all of the cast do a damn good job and are really really good I actually I wanted to say the cast are the redeeming factor of that movie really fantastic mm-hmm. I like this portrayal of Gotham. I think this is one of my favorite portrayals of Gotham City I've ever seen because it's like, without Batman, it's just a piece of shit city. It's great. Mm. I really love it. I also saw it and I thought, the further I've got away from it, the less I liked it, but I enjoyed my experience. Mm. And the stuff they do is tight. It's just, without the actors they have, the script isn't very well no. written. No. <laughs> but no. Like, like, for example, Ewan McGregor absolutely kills it. Yeah. Mm. There are a couple of scenes where it's his... If it was done by anyone else, it wouldn't land as an evil. It would land, mm. but he lands as this so real nice. sinister, creepy Elevating. guy. So I, I think it's either they really understood who they had casted, or yeah. the actors have really done. And like yeah, okay. Margot Robbie kills Margot it. So mm. good. I, I like. I really appreciate. I think I've, I've heard that she, she's one of the producers for this, and yeah. she really, really likes doing mm. it. So I like it. I love the costuming. I don't it's typically, good costuming. but it's so. Some, some of it's like so I think My, my it's biggest like, oh, problem so with cool. the costuming is that they didn't change her costume enough. Mm. She start, She mm. had like two main ones and I, mm. I would have liked more, but I still really enjoyed her costuming. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's pretty and solid. It's my, worth watching. My biggest gripe with that film is that I really enjoyed... It took right to like the last 20 minutes. I really enjoyed all the Birds of Prey working... The, the, the way they work together and that they talk back mm. and forth, mm. especially Huntress. Huntress was awesome. She was great. But you spend most of the movie with them separate yeah. and it's like I wanted more of them together for more of the movie Yeah, because that when they're together they have this awesome fight scene there's like all this snarky bit there's a bit with roller I won't spoil it but there's a bit with roller skates that I really enjoyed like yeah. um, it's good and it's a disappointment that was only the end of the movie <laughs> do you think that's a bit of um, origin story fatigue maybe yeah I, I think I've got a bit of that as but I agree with you there's yeah. like three uh, every scene with them talking together is quite quite good excellent it's really fun to watch but it takes a long time for that to mm. knit together. Yeah. Um, I will also point out an observation that I made, and I've told a few people, and they agree with me. Mm. Um, if you think of, if you think about the rough bones of this movie, you, you probably won't because you haven't seen it. No, it's, I haven't seen it. It's actually Guy Ritchie's snatch. <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah. the main goal of the movie. The way it's cut, the way the story is told, <laughs> with like a narration and like you introduce your characters with like a you meet them and then the person gives you a voiceover and you jump back and you tell their story. It's like it's very. It, it, I came yeah. out and I'm like, this is just a, uh. a women's telling of Snatch, which I love Snatch, so I was okay mm. with it. But I just, the moment I realized that, I was like, oh, wow. I, I, yeah, I would say more just a Guy Ritchie m- movie in general because Snatch is like, that's the high, high, high yeah. standard. That's like it's just the, Snatch because of specifically exactly. the diamonds. Specifically the diamonds. And then like how you meet um, all the characters. But yeah, it's a very, it's a very interesting take on a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that the Harley Quinn film is like uh, the uh, remake of Aladdin. <laughs> well, I'm really glad. <laughs> it's better than that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Guy Ritchie a, film. It's actually because it's Guy Ritchie. Know, it's it's yeah, interesting like, because uh, in <laughs> Pitch and Tent, we pitched a Guy Ritchie, Baz Luhrmann crossover. We did. And there is, there is, so this movie is overly Guy Ritchie, but I, I guarantee it's There's because enough. Ewan McGregor is in it. There's one, and I wish they had more of it. There's one scene that is Moulin Rouge, mm. like full on Moulin Rouge. So proof of concept. Yeah. So it's a proof of concept. And honestly, it was like one scene. It was quick. It was like, and I'm like, I don't know why they did that, but I loved it. It was an homage. The style but I for wish it they was had more gorgeous. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was. No, so I really liked proof it. Of concept. Proof of concept. If Hollywood. Not, if, you're listen. Not a, if you're not aware of what we're talking about, go listen to Pitch and Ten episode one, where we pitched a heist movie co-directed by Baz Luhrmann <laughs> and Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. I would love to be, see just to be a fly on the wall <laughs> on that set. Uh, yep. 
But yeah, uh, unless anyone else has anything else they oh, want to talk I've about. I've been watching uh, The Dragon Prince, which is from the same creator as of uh, Avatar, because I burned no, a lot. The, 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 the dude. Not yeah, the... Because there was two of them. Oh, sorry. There was two oh, of yeah, them. I apologize. No, I, apologize. No, no. I, I don't uh, mean to like, step on you, but it's no, just... No, that, that, that hurt. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I've, I've watched Avatar, I've watched Korra, and I was wanting something to fill that void, and The Dragon Prince was it? there. Did it do it? I haven't yeah. finished Dragon Prince yet. I'm midway through the second season, but I'm enjoying it. Mm. I'm enjoying the second season much more than the first season. Yeah, the I, first I watched season. like the first two episodes and it didn't catch me, but I'm, no. I'm at a point I think where I'm ready to go back mm. Mm, because all the emotional it. payoff is in the second season. Yeah, so it's like there's none of that payoff in the first season. Uh, so that was a bit of a flaw, but I'm I'm enjoying it. Also, fitting time to talk on the today, the day that we're recording is 15 years since Avatar first came out. Mm-hmm. So that's a definite recommendation from us. And if you would like, if you like Avatar mm-hmm. and would like to learn more about it, uh, we uh, Spiky Trap have a new podcast called Second World Problems. Uh, only one episode out, maybe two by the time this comes out, but uh, mm-hmm. only one episode. And the first episode is about Avatar, The Last Airbender. So if you are interested in more about the world, uh, a lot of the studies of it, it's a bit more in-depth. Like a, It's kind of like a lecture, university lecture. Mm. Uh, and it's it's based on Avatar. So if, if you've watched Avatar and you want to be more <laughs> interested in it, go listen to that, check it out. Who's in, who's in that one? Uh, me and Finley. Okay. Wonderful. And yeah. it's like we planned that setup there, Morgan. That was good. That was completely coincidental. Yeah. It genuinely uh, was. <laughs> as soon as you said Dragon Prince, I was like, I know where I'm taking this. So I tried to watch Barry ages ago. Oh, I couldn't yeah. get it. I, th- I think the first episode's pretty bad. And then I watched the second episode and I was like, this is a fantastic show. I was going to say, because I haven't watched it. From what I've heard, it seems like your kind of show. It is <laughs> hilarious and it's got some fucking awesome acting. Um, and. Oh yeah, I really like it, but I would only watch this uh, if you've seen anything with fuck. What's his name? Bill, Bill Hader, Hader. and mm. you go. I love Bill Hader. This is a Bill Hader through and through show. It's great. And I saw Saint Maud last night actually, and that's a fucking great movie. Um, but I'd only see that if you're any kind of if you like indie movies. Yeah, I wouldn't mm. recommend that to general people. It's just a indie movie that's good. And I, for one, am looking forward to the Invisible Man. So I throw that out there. I, I'm, I'm. It's not. It's not going to be like a great movie, but I'm no, looking forward to it. It'll I'm looking fun. forward to seeing it. Really? Yeah. Nothing about hey, it it's going to be better than Johnny Depp's The Invisible Man. It's got to be. Like it's got to be. Universal know. might finally get their dark <laughs> world. Uh, no, nah, the Dooku is dead, man. Dude, Dooku is <laughs> so dead. For now. Rest until until uh, uh, Tom Cruise shows up at the end of Invisible Man and says. We're putting together a team. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got an eye patch for some oh reason. Oh my god! Oh no! Oh no! Fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll end this episode. <laughs> uh, thanks very much, guys. Dealer's Choice is a Spiky Trap Radio production.